<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to part two of understanding and working with nightmare parents. And, you know, I thought about doing this just kind of being a little fun and being a little cheeky, you know, on the playing on the nightmare part um, when I was recording uh, the first episode on Halloween. And uh, when I really thought about it, I was like, wow, you know, we can really dig a little deeper and talk about how do you identify a nightmare parent? Why are they a nightmare parents? And maybe what we can do about it. So I know if you're like most people, we're, we're tired of dealing with nightmare parents who constantly cause chaos or disrupt the peaceful environment at our childcare centers. I know it's frustrating. And uh, so I wanted to really help you identify these parents right away. And then also, how do you know the difference between those who really care about their child and are involved in the child's development. As childcare directors, it is crucial to maintain a positive and nurturing environment for both the children and the staff. And nightmare parents, on the other hand, can be a significant hindrance to achieving this goal. But that's okay, because we do have some tools and some knowledge to help you navigate through this challenging situation. First and foremost, it's essential to understand that concerned and involved parents are your allies. They generally care about their child's well-being and being actively engaged in their child's education and growth. And they regularly communicate with you. They attend parent-teacher meetings. They actively participate in school events. And these parents are invested in building strong partnerships with you. They value your expertise and guidance. On the other hand, nightmare parents are a completely different story. They often exhibit certain behaviors that set them apart from a concerned and involved parent. They might constantly complain about trivial matters, making unreasonable demands, or even belittling your staff's efforts. Nightmare parents tend to be confrontational, disrespectful, and unwilling to collaborate, and their negativity can spread like wildfire, affecting the overall atmosphere of your childcare center. Take a look at the difference between nightmare parents from concerned parents or involved parents, keep an eye out for the following warning signs. Number one, lack of communication. Nightmare parents rely on conversations that really do not welcome your attempts to reach back out. So they may like say what they want to say, either through an app, a phone call, an email, and then when you reach out to them, they don't respond back. They've said their piece and they really don't care to hear your side or perspective about things. They may avoid meetings or fail to provide necessary information about their child's needs and preferences. They have unrealistic expectations. Nightmare parents often have unrealistic expectations of what your child care center can provide. They may demand special treatment or excessive attention for their child, disregarding the needs of others. They may have constant complaints. Nightmare parents seem to find fault in everything. They complain about minor issues, blow them out of proportion, or make your staff's life, well, miserable. They disregard policies. 
Nightmare parents frequently disregard your your center's policies and rules. They may show up late for pickup, bring unauthorized individuals into the center, or ignore important guidelines. They also will show a lack of appreciation. Nightmare parents rarely express gratitude or acknowledge the efforts made by your staff. They take your services for granted and fail to recognize the positive impact that you have on their child's development. So be aware of those warning signs and you can quickly identify a nightmare parent and take appropriate action to address their behavior. And remember, your child care center deserves to thrive in a positive and supportive environment. So knowing the difference between nightmare parents as opposed to a concerned and involved parent can ensure a brighter future for everyone involved. So that is one thing that you have to consider. The other thing is maybe you're tired of their disruptive behaviors and the effects that it has on the well-being of your other parents. And if that's happening, then it's time to address the issue and create a nurturing, harmonious space for everyone involved. Can you imagine being a parent who doesn't like gossip, doesn't want to be around a negative attitude and having to hear that on a daily basis from another parent in the classroom or uh, an adjacent classroom? The impact of nightmare parents on the overall childcare environment really can't be underestimated. Their negative attitudes, constant complaints, and confrontational behavior creates a toxic atmosphere that affects not only the children, but also the well-being of other parents. And it's time to take action and put an end to this detrimental cycle. Let's close your eyes and imagine a childcare environment where every parent feels supported respected, and valued. A place where parents can drop their children off with peace of mind, knowing that they're entering a positive and nurturing space. And this is the kind of environment that we strive to create, and we need to help make it a reality. And when nightmare parents are allowed to dominate the childcare environment, it creates a ripple effect that impacts everyone involved. Other parents may feel discouraged, stressed, and anxious which can ultimately affect their own well-being. We firmly believe that every parent deserves a supportive community where they can thrive and grow along the side of their children. And for many families, this may be their first child, and this should be a positive experience for them as well. So by addressing the issue of nightmare parents head-on, we can restore the balance of harmony in the child care center. Your approach has to be open and honest and involve frequent communication setting those clear boundaries, and implementing policies that promote respect and cooperation. I firmly believe that when working together, you really create a safe and nurturing space for all the parents, the children, and of course the staff. Who wants to come in every day and be belittled or never appreciated? Um, you'll, you know, somebody will ask you to do something and you go above and beyond to make those efforts and then they're not acknowledged. And so that's not really going to motivate your staff. So I invite you to join us on this mission to create childcare environments that promote the well-being of the parents as well. Together, we can put together an end to the nightmare of parents and, and, and all the chaos that they cause and build a community that strives and uplifts one another. Your voice and your involvement are critical in making that change happen. So don't let nightmare parents continue to negatively impact the overall center. Take a stand to be part of the solution. 
Together, your team and other parents can create a space where every parent feels heard, valued, and respected. So those are my thoughts about, you know, the effects that it has. And, um, you know, let's try to understand maybe where some of that is coming from. Well, I would say that leaving a child at a child care center can be anxious, can make a parent anxious anywhere. I mean, think about the news, right? Go on to YouTube or any, you know, any channel, news channel and type up, you know, daycare. And 99% of the stories you're going to find are going to be not great. They're going to be stories about daycare providers that didn't meet guidelines, didn't meet safety, didn't meet regulations, um, you know, staff going wild, those kinds of things. Um, it's very, very um, far and few between that you see stories about the wonderful work that we are all doing every day. And I know you know that, but you have to understand from a parent's perspective, it's already already something that creates anxiety. And the younger your child is, the more anxiety that comes with that. You know, and I can I can tell you firsthand, my personal experience is I didn't put my child in a child care, uh, not without me. So I quit my job and uh, went to work in a child care center uh, so I could be with my child. And so that's something that's never left me. And I understand how hard it is for families, which is why I take what I do very, very seriously. And so we have to understand that. We also have to understand parenting behaviors and acknowledge that every parent has their own unique parenting style and preferences. And experienced child care providers are committed to understanding and respecting the individual beliefs, values, disciplinary methods. You have to understand and you have to foster open communication and create that partnership that aligns with your parenting approach and your teaching philosophy and the parent's overall thoughts on what their expectations are for their uh, time that the child is is with your program and, and try to ensure a seamless transition between home and the center. One thing that you can really do to be really active is, again, remembering that there's some anxiety. And so we recognize that leaving a child with someone that you don't know, honestly, can really trigger some high anxiety. So prioritize creating a warm and nurturing environment that puts both the family and the child at ease. And having staff that goes through rigorous training to help them recognize and address separation anxiety, ensure, ensure a smooth transition for the children, and give the parents peace of mind. And some parents will have high expectations. And, you know, that's okay. You know, we have to help them a lot of times with understanding what is developmentally appropriate and what isn't. And high expectations for a child's early education and development is is important. And I share those aspirations, you know, and that's why I continue to make sure that my staff continue their professional development, that I continue my my knowledge and growth in the field of leadership and administration of a early childhood program. From age-appropriate activities that are tailored to learning, strive to make expectations for parents and Help children reach their full potentials. You have to work on a foundation of trust. You have to understand that trust is the cornerstone for any successful relationship, especially when it comes to the care of a child. Caregivers go through rigorous background checks, as you know, because we're looking to make sure that the people who care for the children are trustworthy. And we meet the parents many times during the tour. 
and we're assuring them that their children are safe. So that's something that you have to really make sure is happening. And so that way you can continue having that trust. One thing I did find that broke trust, believe it or not, is having exceptional teachers, but not throughout your center. So what I mean by that is if you start a child in a room with an A player, and now that child has moved up to the next classroom, and now they're in a classroom with the B player. Okay, it's not a huge transition, but you notice a few things. Now, what happens if you go from an A player, and now you're a parent, and now the next classroom, you are now with a C player teacher? Immediately, trust is broken. Immediately, it's, well, I was used to getting this, and I'm not getting that. I was used to this, and that's not happening. And it really uh, festers quick. So what can you do about that as a director, as a leader, is to try to get everybody on the same page. Try to get all of your team to make sure that they're hitting these five or seven or ten, whatever it is in your program, key expectations from the staff. Meaning if it's they're they're putting information in the parent portal that the expectation is that every classroom has no less than 10 photos a day, has no less than two communications with the parent, has no less than uh, um, an assessment or an anecdotal note every three to five days, right? I'm making that up because every center is different, but you can't go from one classroom where you're a parent and you're used to getting 12 pictures a day to the next classroom where you get one, if you're lucky, right? So it's those things that really hurt the trust of your program. Another thing that hurts the trust, if you tell somebody you're going to do something, make a change, and you don't do it, or you don't follow through. It's one thing if there's a problem and you come up with a solution that you think is going to work and you try it and it doesn't work. That doesn't really break trust because you tried it and you articulated that you tried it and you showed how you tried it. And so you come back to the table and you say, Miss Jones, we thought this was going to solve the problem. It did not. Here's a new method we're going to try. Here's a new thing we're going to do. Here is our course of action, right? So the trust is a, is a factor. And once that's broken, that can create a nightmare parent who's going to micromanage you and your staff because they don't believe that you're going to take care of it this time. So I hope that gives you a little bit of insight of why parents may be, you know, giving you a time or how do you know the difference between the two? So that's it for today's Child Care Director's Chair. I would love to know how you liked today's episode. So let us know. Um, leave us a rating. We'd love that. And uh, thank you again for tuning in because I know being a child care director is, is uh, takes a lot of time and you don't have a lot of extra time. And so the little bit of time that you do have, I appreciate that you shared it with me. So till tomorrow, have a great day. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>